Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, junior editor at that site, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick, looking pretty grim, Mason. Oh, I'm feeling rough, mate. I'm feeling real rough. I tell you what, this is not going to be a good one. What's the, uh... or the best one? Maybe it'll be the best episode. It could be, yeah. yeah. You brought your A-game, right? I, I, mean, brought, you I brought this Gatorade, is what I brought, and some painkillers. That's what I... <laughs> Chiefly brought. Normally it's me who turns up grim. I'm feeling uh, pretty good about myself at I, the moment. I see that. You're feeling smug, certainly. <laughs> well, the comedy festival's on and I've been out late. I heard yes. a, a rumour yes. in the rumour mill that you met one of our listeners in real life, in real person. I met a friend of the show, Dan Hasem, who came to our late night awesome. board game slumber party. And uh, was a super nice guy. Nice. Good yeah, to hear. Yeah, it's good. Did he ask about me? No, he didn't mention you at all. What? Yeah, I know. I'm the host. Co-host? Of what? This podcast? What? Oh, I just saw the microphone. <laughs> Is that what we've been doing? <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool, eh? First listener that, that uh, well, you met. I didn't meet him. I didn't meet him. But, yeah, yeah that's really awesome. It's really fun, yeah. Our middling success is starting to pay off, Mason. Boy, is it. <laughs> Interactions. Yes. Verbal exchanges. Dialogue. Did you high-five? No, we didn't. Oh, well. If you're listening, just find me in the street and high-five me. It'll be fine. Done and done. Pretty great. All right, Mason. Should we get straight into the news? I'd love to get into the news. Because we've got a big week for Captain American stuff. Uh Uh-huh. And we'll get to that. Great. But as always, news is important also. Fantastic. Current events. What I'm going to do is, while you speak, I'm going to just close my eyes and contemplate my own mortality. And then you can, uh, yeah... And, just, and then just snap when you finish talking. And gotcha. I'll, I'll respond. Gotcha. Good, yep. good, good. Uh-huh. 
Uh, okay, now you must have seen the TMNT trailer. I did see it, yes. Now, there's a lot of people hating on this trailer, Mason. Huh. I mean, no, that's not that's not fair to say. A lot of people are like, it's mixed to mixed positive, I would say, uh-huh. if that's a... Uh, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, one of the big points of contention is uh, Michelangelo in particular has a weird baby Shrek head. Uh-huh, sure. You know how he takes his mask off and whatever, and he, uh-huh. he's got that kind of weird, weird face. There's a few mock-ups of that where they put the Shrek ears on him, and he looks... He does look a lot like Shrek. Do you think maybe they've bought the, the 3D model from DreamWorks? <laughs> you never know. And, like, through some sort of shady back channel, like... <laughs> It's, it's like people possible. met in an alley yeah. and just sort of traded a briefcase with a USB <laughs> stick in it. Wouldn't surprise me. Mm. Holy weird, am I right? That's, yeah. Yeah. You're telling me. There's <laughs> also the other big point of contention is that um they've got lips, like human lips. Uh-huh, sure. I, I didn't even notice that until someone pointed it out, but when I looked at it, it is, it is kind of weird, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean the whole thing's weird. <laughs> I guess the whole thing is weird, but there's really, in the real world, there's very little precedent for transforming a turtle into a humanoid creature. Like, there's almost none of that in nature. So who's to say what they would look like? Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Just get just get used to it. Fair It'll point. Fine. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a fair point. Well, the other point of contention, and I, 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 I'm inclined to agree with this, Mason, uh-huh. and I never disagree with anything. Uh-huh. You know, I like to just agree. I'm an yeah. agreeable guy. You're a yes to... man. I'm a yes man. <laughs> Nobody's offside in my book, Mason. Correct. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, Paulius Saltuk... Paulius Salt... Paulius... South Ocus. Some guy who is involved somehow with the production of the film. No, no, he's, he's the guy who's animated him before. Oh, okay, right. And I'm pretty good. sure I got his name right the first time and I've botched it this time. Great. Good. Either way. But he's like, his issue with it, and I'm inclined to agree, was they're, they're enormous. Like, the turtles aren't supposed to be that big, are they? Or they are. Ah. Uh... Because they tower over April O'Neil and they're, they're built. But aren't they supposed to be like stealthy ninja guys? Yeah, they've changed, they've changed form a lot. They were quite... They were kind of frog-like. Like, in, yeah. in the very first appearances, like the Eastman and Laird, the old yeah. Mirage comics, they were quite froggy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I like this. They're, you know, they're turtles. They should be kind of tank-like. Sure, fair point. Yeah, yeah. That, makes, that, that actually makes sense. How about the bit where he hits the Hummer? Yeah. He's rolling down the hill and he hits the Hummer with his shell and it just smashes it. I, I thought How that, good was that? I, see, I didn't love it. I thought the CGI and the Hummer was a bit kind oh, of okay, like... Right. Yeah. A little shape? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I just, I just feel like... And because of stuff like they that... They probably is... bought the CGI from Transformers. <laughs> sure they like did. they had a Harmer character and they're like, nah, who cares? We don't need it. <laughs> Smash it. Yeah. But I feel like that whole scene where they're sliding down the hill, that's clearly all CGI. Right. And it just took me right out of huh. that minute and a half trailer, you know? I'm okay with all of it, strangely. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, it's uh, the origins of the Ninja Turtles and, and a lot of the stuff they've been through, you know, yeah. some of the stuff yeah. they've been through. Sure. Uh, it's a roller coaster of emotions. Well, it's a roller coaster of emotions, but also it's been up and down and all over the place. There's the Mirage Comics origin, there's the cartoon origin. There's Twice. Sev- there's several different animated, cartoons origin. Yeah. yeah, and there's the movie origin. Yeah, the CGI. Switch it whatever. around a bit. Yeah, sure. It's not that precious. No, fair it's, point. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a, it started as like a Daredevil parody with, with, Turtles. Yeah. Don't take it too seriously. It's fine. <laughs> Do whatever you want with it. Well, look, I, I was a. I think Ninja Turtles was the first thing. Oh, no, probably second thing. First being Voltron. Yeah. That I was really, really into when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And even though there are all these changes, I'm. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm not really that fast. Yeah. Like, if, if this movie completely tanks, mm. I, I don't. I don't care. Yeah. When I was. Yeah. You know what? Ninja Turtles was probably one of the things that I was most into when I was a kid. It was Transformers yeah. and then Ninja Turtles. And I remember there was an Archie comics. Adap- like adaptation of the cartoon. Just another weird Archie comic crossover. <laughs> uh, no, but it was like uh, the 
I'd seen the, like the, the Mirage comics, and I never really read them. But then the Archie comics version came out, which was an adaptation of the the cartoon. Oh, okay. And it was kind of more kid friendly, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is great, whatever." And the cartoon hadn't come out. Yeah. And I went to Kmart, and there were like Ninja Turtle figures for like four bucks or whatever. And I was like, to my to my mum and my dad and my grandparents, I'm like, "Can you get me some of them Ninja Turtles?" Pick me, <laughs> and they're like, "No, nah, they're so ugly. Why would you want those Ninja Turtles?" And I'm like, "This is like I was little. I was like." Five or whatever, and I'm like this is the next big thing. This is it. We're <laughs> you gonna, called it. We're gonna get this, and then like two days later, the Ninja Turtles cartoon came out, and they skyrocketed in price. You couldn't get a Ninja Turtle figure to save yourself. Exactly. Do you remember there was like a good? That's my personal vendetta. Yeah. <laughs> my family who raised me. <laughs> but I remember. I would have been five. I would have been like ten. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I. It was maybe a year that I could not get a Ninja Turtle figure. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Fucking boohoo, first world problems. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They were like gold though. But yeah. I remember like there were like rumors like, oh, Kmart's got some. So then everybody would rush down to Kmart to see if they were there. And then you get there and it's just like. It was like Mondo Gecko. Yeah, and a splinter. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the other thing that people take issue with though is um, it. Um, um, it's the violence. Is it Megan Fox? Yeah, no, I think people have kind of calmed down on that. The thing about, people hated Megan Fox for a while. I'm okay with Megan well, Fox. Well, like, there's not, there's no problem with Megan Fox. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, I hate. But, what a bitch. Yeah, what a bitch. What a slut. And I'm like, is she? <laughs> like, she's been married to one guy for like 10 years. <laughs> what are you even talking about? It's just, she's pretty, but in that kind of like vampy kind of way. Yeah, yeah. And people don't trust that for yeah, some reason. Yeah, I think that's probably it. Yeah, well, have you seen, in This Is 40, she's really good in that as yeah, well. Yeah. She's quite funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't understand the hate for it, but. And she's not the worst actress in the world, is she? I mean, she's not. She's no Meryl Streep. Mm, sure. Yeah, absolutely. She's, fine. she's not even a Glenn Close. <laughs> she's not even close to a Glenn Close. <laughs> but yeah, in the trailer, it's mentioned that Shredder and April's father are somehow linked. They they were building to create something, and it's it's assumed that either they're talking about the Foot Clan, which who are paramilitary group, or, or uh-huh, something, okay. or the Ninja Turtles. So that April's father had a hand in this. That's fine. Yeah, you're okay with it. I'm that's fine. What about this? Yes. Do you think a regular human 45-year-old male white guy. Yeah, William Fichtner. Fichtner. Don't you think he'd get absolutely crushed by four giant turtles? Yeah, he'd totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Just beat him savagely to death. What do you, do you reckon there's probably, there's probably sweet shredder armor in it. I'm sure Power there is, armor. yeah. You can see it in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? It might be as well. He might be an Utron. You know the Utron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. maybe he, because people are saying because he's not the Japanese shredder, that's another big point of contention. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I can understand, I guess. It's a weird origin swap. But, uh, uh, maybe he's taken on this this different human body, uh-huh. a neutron. It's is... no, it's no all white Akira certainly, but there's <laughs> issues. Yeah, absolutely. It's no, it's no Noah. Yeah, Who's, which is doing really well apparently. Huh? Yeah, that's a very like people complained about that, and I'm like, what are you even talking about? But then and then I saw the the poster. Yeah, I'm like that is a very whitewashed Bible story. <laughs> well, apparently it's, it's it's no not one. Not one Middle Eastern. Oh guy. right, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? There probably is. They're probably bad guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so all in all, uh, let's just say that it's fine, I guess. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. Yeah, but I'm excited by I don't it. think it's going to be that good, considering that the director's not doesn't have a great track record. What was the other thing that he did? Darkness Falls, uh, Battle LA. Um, oh yeah, that's dull. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but now you're right. I'm we'll looking forward to it still. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. It's we'll 90 see minutes out of your life. That's you right. Know? Plus we'll trailers. <laughs> Plus 20 bucks for popcorn. And, and then, yeah. I don't get popcorn. I do. not a fan. I embrace the movie going experience now because I see so few films at the cinema yeah. that I've got a big popcorn. 
I, I have code. trouble. Makes it very tense, as you know, because I always need to pee. I know, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's why I don't... If there's a movie that I'm really into, I won't drink for like two hours before. Good idea. Which is not healthy. Uh-huh, sure. But, <laughs> but I do it. Um, you just line your mouth with salt. <laughs> so you don't... Doesn't even make sense. Frank, Frank uh, Darabont, Mason. Uh-huh. Yeah. You familiar with him? The the Walking Dead guy. Yeah, Walking Dead the guy. Assorted, well, he was kissed, the Assorted but... Stephen King Project. Yeah. Yeah, we did. The Mist. Did he do we the did Mist? The Mist, yeah. Can we talk about The Mist for a minute? Sure, I love The Mist. Do you? <laughs> you know what I do. We saw it together. Yeah, the nonsensical. Well, it's not if, non- if, Yeah, it's it's great because it's nonsensical. That yeah. is that is a dark move for a for a Hollywood film. Yeah. That ending. For, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it. They go through this whole movie. They survive in a supermarket being attacked by creatures from another dimension. And then, uh, what's and then, his name, the actor? Uh, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. The punishes Thomas Jane. Yeah, these horrific creatures that are ripping people apart. And then at the end, it's him and like the like the the pretty middle aged lady love interest, yeah. and, like their child, uh, yeah. her child. Yeah. And they're they're trying to escape this mist that's covered the whole town and maybe the whole world. We yeah. don't know. And they're driving, and the the car runs out of fuel. Yeah. And they're sort of stuck at the side of the road, and they hear noises from behind them, like these horrible monsters or whatever that they you know. Yeah. Unimaginable horrors. And Thomas Jane has a gun with two bullets. Three. No, there's, two... there's four people in the car. There's an old person in there Is as there? well. Yeah. I don't remember that. 100%. Okay then, cool. Yeah. Anyway, so he's got, he's got, he's one bullet shy <laughs> of a full house, as we say. And then it cuts to the outside of the car. You hear a series of gunshots. <laughs> and then it cuts back and it's just Tom Jane by himself, surrounded by corpses, going, what have I done? And then he gets out of the car, and the the noises keep getting louder. He gets out of the car to face his certain fate, and then it turns out to be the army who've rolled in, like the cavalry has arrived. Yeah, as the mist rolls away. Like, it just just ends. Because I think the mist, they were were following the mist. As as they were driving, they were driving with the mist. Right, yeah. So, ah, it's crazy dark. Didn't expect it. Loved it. (laughs) Anyway, Frank Darabont's up to something, which he clearly cannot top, because he shot that kid that time. That's true, yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're saying that um, Latina Review have said... Frank Darabont. They've, they've broken a lot of stuff in the past. People crap on them, but they get they probably get more right than they wrong, get, do wrong with their okay. rumours. But then he's pitched an idea for a new Indiana Jones movie. Hmm. They, but Frank Darabont himself had come out and said it's completely untrue. Okay. Uh, that being said, Latina Review, they got the Khan thing right. You know, when they're like, Khan's the villain of Star Trek mm-hmm. Into Darkness. And J.J. Abrams was like, you're a liar! Uh, yep. Turns out that J.J. Abrams was yet again the liar. Wow. <laughs> what a shock. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, what do you think of that? Maybe a maybe a Frank Darabont, possibly not. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so the only Indiana Jones rumor, Mason. Okay, you're in luck. I love it. Okay, <laughs> they're talking about recasting Indiana Jones, recasting it, rebooting it. They con- they're constantly talking about that, though, aren't they? This- We're constantly talking about it in our real lives. <laughs> they say that. Uh, this same source saying that Bradley Cooper is being called for the Oh, I did hear about role. that. Yes, okay. Don't you reckon he'd be a good choice? Yeah, okay. He's charming. Yeah, absolutely. He looks good in a, in a suit. He does. Like, first couple of scenes of Hangover style. Yeah, absolutely. He's got a little, little, little vest. He's got sweet hair. Yeah, sweet hair. <laughs> good. So, yeah, nice. <laughs> I think, um, I didn't even consider him for the role. I think he'd be really, really great. And I think it's got to the point where, let's face it, Harrison Ford is great as he is and whatever, whatever. Maybe uh-huh. it's time to, to recast. Uh-huh. And I know it's an iconic role and, and whatever, yeah. but I'd be happy for them to put somebody else in the role. Especially considering now you have to set them in like the 50s or the 60s or whatever. And it's not the same pre-war Nazi Germany or whatever yeah, yeah. he gets up to. Indiana Jones is infinitely better than 
kind of weird 50s paranoia Russian whatever Aliens, alien yeah. whatever that was you know what I mean why can't we sit more in the in the 40s that's what I'm saying so yeah. if you've got someone like Bradley Cooper you can do yeah, that yeah a youngin yeah mm. yeah yeah so I'm all for it because there's a lot of there's a lot of gaps in that there's, there's a lot, lot of gaps of, there's a lot of uh, non-canonical tie-in novels yeah that, uh, right. that feature a lot of adventures he was in in between all the other ones a so. lot of video games yeah there was one on the PS2 called something in the Emperor's Tomb or something yep I remember that one I played the shit out of it How'd that go? Really good. One button controlled his left fist, one button controlled his right fist. Oh. That was the best combat in a game before Batman, Batman Arkham Origins right, right, or right. Batman Arkham, whatever. Mm. So, yeah. Huh. Great game. Don't go back. It's not that was there an, So, it was one button for left fist, one button for right yeah, fist. Yeah, and you could pick up a shovel. And then, like, did you have an additional whip peripheral? Yep. For a whip for whipping? Yep. You plugged in the whip. Yep. And then you whipped it around your, <laughs> lounge, right. your lounge room. <laughs> Whipping stuff. You fight a giant crocodile. Ooh. There's a weird supernatural bit at the end. Ooh. The voice guy was dead on. You can pick up a table leg. Uh, your hat <laughs> comes off, and then you can pick up your hat. Oh, it's what, all you, the things, what if you leave your hat? Yeah, it, it appears back on your head. Oh, okay, that's weird. <laughs> That'd be funny if you lose your hat the first five minutes, and then you're hatless for the rest of the game. And then you get, you get to the end, and it's like, sorry, the last crusade never happened because you left your hat. <laughs> and that was kind of uh, kind of essential, so... Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Well, look, Mason. Anyway, heaps of time for, for more Indiana Jones. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, uh, why not squeeze out one more Harrison Ford one if yep. you've got the, um, you know, if you've got the right script or whatever. Yeah. And if he, you know, wakes up. Yeah, yeah. Then get him, get him out there. Cause... How about like a Depression era Indiana Jones one? <laughs> He's just whipping carny folk. <laughs> He's just whipping bankers. You know? He's, he's teaching all sorts of lessons. He's whipping gold bullion out of people out of fat cat's hands, you know? <laughs> I would love that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Look forward to that, Mason, in whatever year that is. Yeah. If it ever happens. Prometheus sequel talk. Oh, sure? Okay. Are you a fan of the original Prometheus movie? No. <laughs> but I'm sort of a fan of most of the stuff people have... The, 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 the cast has been in. Yeah, me too. It's a, it's a weird combination... I just did a video on it. Oh, I mentioned the video because I kind of I say that I flat out hate it, and I don't flat out hate it. Uh-huh. But there's so many weird missteps in that movie. Yeah, like it, visually, it's amazing. The cast is amazing. The performances are amazing. The atmosphere is amazing. The thing where the the spaceship flips over, amazing. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and they all... don't run sideways. <laughs> yes, that is amazing. It's That's an amazing, amazing choice that yep. you're making that put that point in time. Uh-huh. But everything else, like. The plots and the twists and the the use of the aliens in it. There's that you know there's a really good autop not autopsy the scene where she gets the thing pulled out of uh-huh. her. Like yeah. that's that's genuinely horrific. Yeah. But most of the other stuff is just a nonsensical crap fest. Yes. And it is. I am baffled that that got as far as it did without somebody saying, "Hang on a minute, this is mostly nonsense." Mm. Especially considering the aliens left messages for people to come and visit this place uh-huh. only for them to get there and then decide to kill everybody at the last minute yeah like what? what is that and I know there's probably a com- compendium or whatever that explains sure, it sure absolutely and whatever but I don't want to do that no explain it to me in your movie yeah that's why I hate Donnie Darker we've had this conversation <laughs> yes, yeah. I don't want to go to your website especially back when Donnie Darker came out and websites were awful <laughs> do you remember your first interaction with the internet if it wasn't porno then <laughs> I don't know what the deal was, but I remember mine. I can uh-huh. tell you if you want. Okay, I think yeah, I was yeah. at primary school, and some guys come in to show off the internet. Oh, and they were like, "You love movies, right, kids?" And we're like, "I guess so." I mean, we kind of hate everything <laughs> at this age, but sure, we're surly. 
And they're like, do you want to see the website for the Independence Day movie starring your fresh Prince of oh, Bel-Air yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. whatever? And everyone's like, you're kidding, right? He's like, you can get photos of behind the scenes and whatever. And everyone's like freaking out because they're like, this is going to be amazing. So they load this webpage and it just jams immediately. Right. It good. loads like a quarter of a picture of a ship. Oh, I remember and then, that and was, then, yeah. yeah. And then they're like, it's not working. And I'm like... This is the worst invention that anybody has ever made. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. I mean, come on. They should have, they should have waited till the internet was really, really good. Yeah. They should have waited till 2011 and then released the That's internet. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. Uh-huh. So that was my first internet experience. Sounds and boy, really good. what a memory. Mm. Where are we going with this? Prometheus 2. Oh, yeah. Has been announced. Uh, Ripley Scott is back. Ridley Scott. Scott. <laughs> now that's a that's a perfectly acceptable mistake to make in the Aliens franchise. Fair point. Yeah. Uh, Ridley Scott is back as director. He's a, he's a good director. I think with if that script had been tight, mm-hmm. that would have been a much better movie. Obviously, because he knows how to direct. Uh-huh. He is a good director. Yep. But yeah, the, Lindelof, David, uh, Damon Lindelof, who wrote the first one, who yep. was responsible for Lost. Yeah. And what that became. I'm familiar with Plus Star Trek Into Darkness and a bunch yeah. of other stuff. So, a hilarious yeah. romp. People hate that guy, Mason. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm leading towards that as well. Oh, uh-huh, good. Because they always get him in to do stuff. And whenever his name's associated, I'm like, oh, this is going to be one of those things where it doesn't pay off. Like, yeah, it all yeah, builds... saying, he's saying he's the new Shyamalan. No. Okay. I'm... You know what? It's the thing, the thing about that, that guy is, because he is, he's great at setting things up or whatever, yep. but he cannot tie anything together to save himself. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I don't understand why he keeps getting hired considering, because of the stuff that he makes is successful. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Oh, yeah. Considering yeah. that he's, he's just, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what his thought process is. Here's an idea what they could do. They bring in Lindelof mm. to kick it off. And then, oh, that rhymes. <laughs> it did. And then they get the Breaking Bad writers in to finish it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That would be a team up because, and I don't want to spoil. If you haven't seen Breaking Bad, yeah, without without spoiling it, and then they're in the first episode of the final season of Breaking Bad. The writers introduced an element, yeah. an object, yeah. without giving anything away, and apparently they just threw that in there. Yeah, and they're like, okay, by the final couple of episodes, we need to have put that into the plot. Yeah, and so they just work their way towards it. And it's like it was meant to be there from yeah, the yeah, beginning. Yeah, exactly. It's so, incredibly well So you well team those two up. Yeah. Golden. Or just get the Breaking Bad writers. Just get the Breaking Bad writers because they did set it up very well also. <laughs> so, yeah, let's let's kick out Lindelof. You're out of Hollywood, mate. That's it. Mm. Yeah. Michael Green is out. Michael, no, sorry. Lindelof is out. He's okay. not back in. Good. Michael Green is in. Writer Michael Green. Do you want to hear what he's responsible for? Yes. Greenland. Ugh. Smallville. Oh, that's another of those Mark Webb situations. <laughs> well, he's got Green in the name, so... <laughs> Probably seen a lantern. <laughs> he's, he's walked through Chinatown at least once. Uh, he wrote certain episodes of Smallville. Okay. And Heroes. Ugh. I know what you're thinking. Heroes season one, right? Yep. He wrote Heroes season two. <laughs> so. There you go. Okay. So this isn't going to be a Prometheus prequel. No, this is going to be a follow-up. Because, you know, if you spoiler alert if you haven't seen Prometheus, at the end, Michael Fassbender's head and Naomi Rapuce fly off. To find to find some... adventures unknown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, the next movie will also have multiple Davids in it. The Michael. Fassbender. Oh yeah, uh-huh. Who's, who was an amazing character. But you know what the thing about that character? It was a weird combination where they never really explained his his motivations or whether he was a good guy or a bad guy. Because right. uh-huh. you know, in every Aliens film, when they've put an android in it, yep. it is very clear that 
oh, this is a shit one. Right. Okay, this is a good one. Do you know what I mean? But that one's kind of like... those t-shirts that say. <laughs> this is a shit one, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, they didn't really... And I found his character fascinating because you see him at the start when he's on the ship by himself just kind of wandering around and he's modelling himself off... Um, who's the guy who starred in Lawrence of Arabia? So... Might have been Peter O'Toole or yeah. Lawrence Olivia, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And he's, mod- he's modelled his hair and his accent right, yeah. off that. And I just find that element of... See, there's little things like that that are fascinating. Yep. But it just... Fassbender-nating. Yes. And Fassbender's the best. Yeah. So, yeah, I do want to see a follow-up, even though it, this franchise... As I said in my video, Prometheus managed to derail an already derailed franchise. It really did, yeah. Which is amazing. Mm. So, yeah. I'm also kind of... Now now that I know it's a prequel, mm. I kind of want to see Guy Pearce in more, more old-person <laughs> makeup. Like, just layer, layer more of it on him. Because clearly the idea was, we well, were going to have a prequel... And then he was going to take the makeup off and look young. Yeah, right? isn't that the idea? I think I think so. But why not just get an old guy? Oh yeah, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. That was because I think the reason they picked him was because there was a viral video set years in the past where they used actual Guy Pearce without makeup. Oh, I see. So like, but you could have just used a younger actor and then have an older actor, and you can get a sixty-year-old guy, and it's easy to make a sixty-year-old sixty-year-old guy look ninety than it is to make a. 40 year old guy look correct 90, yes. you know it's mm. it comes off as that weird what was that movie where Leonardo DiCaprio looked really old he was the president President Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> that's the one yeah yeah president of earth <laughs> so yeah there you um, go have you seen because I'm a fan of Idris Elba who's no, in that and he's a lot of good fan. things now you love him. did I make you watch Ultraviolet not the yeah. not the Mila Jovovich film but the British science fiction no I've seen the Mila Jovovich one though ah because it's, it's unrelated but it's, okay. a, it's a British sci-fi series from the 90s yeah. about vampires. Okay. It's really quite good. I'll check it out. The effects are not good, certainly, because it's a British sci-fi series from the 90s. But <laughs> he's in that. And it's also got um, the guy from Pirates President of the Caribbean. President Leonardo DiCaprio. No, the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean who's like Orlando Bloom's nemesis. He's like the other love interest. What's his name? Oh, I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, in yeah. He's well. good too. Yeah, yeah. He's in a bunch it's of stuff. good. All right, I'll check it out. Please do. Ultraviolet, Ultraviolet. with Mila Kunis. Mila Jovovich. No, none of those. <laughs> Correct. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right. That's all we've got to say about Prometheus this week. Okay, good. Tentatively looking forward to it? Yeah, kind of. You know what does look good come upcoming in the Alien franchise? Yes. You know that Alien versus, uh, that Alien game they bought out recently? Colonial Marines. Colonial Marines, which is apparently like the worst game ever made in oh, whatever, because yeah. it, it's not anything like it was supposed to be and et cetera. And they bring back Michael Bean's character somehow. Okay, like They bring sure. him back from the dead. And it's set on the original planet, even though that planet was nuked yep. at the end. That makes zero sense. But they're making a, they're making a new game called Alien Isolation. Uh-huh. And you play as, it's a first person, and you play as Ripley's daughter, and you go and visit um, the area where Ripley disappeared like 15 years later. Okay, sure. And it's just you and one alien. And that's the whole game. Oh. And it looks a bit kind of Dead Space. Have you ever played Dead Space? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. first Dead Space is really good. The second one's all right too. I haven't played the third one. But, um, and it looks really, really atmospheric and really, really good. So, yeah. I'm looking forward. So that's the, that's shades of the original Alien. Exactly, the one. But every time they bring in an Alien game, they're like, you know, what we've we've found what's great about the. Uh, we've, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we've whittled it down to the core of what works in the Alien franchise. Like, have you? Yeah. Have you? No. All you've done is put the machine gun sound in. Yeah. And the sound of the machine that goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's not enough. <laughs> really not. But this game though it looks it looks really good. Mm. Have you seen? And this is a tangent, but I've seen you. Ultraviolet. No. Oh wait. Yeah, I was going to say that. Uh, have you seen the, they, they recently released a Rambo game? Yes. I Why? Know. I know. Why? Weird timing. And it's not like based on 
the most recent one. No. Where he's in Myanmar and it's, yeah. and it's real quite, you know, horrors of war, etc. Yeah. It's based on the first three. Yeah. And it looks ridiculous. It and does. it's a rail shooter. Yeah. It's a rail... Who... And it's... It's not. It's not a light. It's gun not a light rush. gun game. It's a controller game. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. That's an iPhone game. It is. That's what yeah, that absolutely. Sounds like. is, yeah. 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 Well, that's baffling. Mm, anyway, but we should recommend that though. In what should we read and what are we gonna read? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Next up, base. So this came out uh, Monday, last mm. Monday. The X Men New Day of the Future Past trailer. People crap on this film, mostly for the Quicksilver thing, but that's a pretty good trailer. Am I wrong? Yes, but. That outfit is looking worse and worse. Oh, now that you it? mention it, it's yeah. just he's just there in the background looking mopey with his dumb goggles on. <laughs> it sure is, yeah, yeah. But that trailer does look fantastic. It does, yeah. Mm. But what do you think about the um spoiler alert for those who if you have seen the trailer, you would have seen this. If you have not seen the trailer, possible spoiler alert, so skip forward a few minutes. Yep. It it looks like Halle Berry gets stabbed in the back by a sentinel. Mm. So the look cause it gets so close that it looks like that you could not possibly avoid that. Yeah, but you could CGI and Wolverine sure. jumping in the middle there, which is probably what will happen. They're, they must be non-magnetic, these Sentinels. Is that right? Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. yeah. I'd say the original versions are. Yeah. Because the Magneto probably deals with them quite quickly, but yeah. the new one's non-magnetic. Yeah. There you go. But, I mean, that would explain why most of Halle Berry's scenes have been deleted. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. They, I imagine they said, okay, Halle, can you just stand here and look bewildered for a second? <laughs> And then sort of fall to the ground. And she's like, okay, I guess so. And then dead. <laughs> she's like, I want an Oscar, you know. And they're like, yeah, we, yeah, we know. Lie down. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. She gets a bad rap, that Halle Berry. Yeah. But I like her. Mm-hmm. You know what my favorite line in that trailer is? I'm gonna is, put... it a, is it a James McAvoy line? You better believe it is. What is it? I don't want your future! I'm going to edit that in. Great. <laughs> right here. Because just to see how dead on that was Ugh. that we did that. Can you do it in your New York accent? You forget about your future! Nice. Good. <laughs> All right, moving on from that though, Mason. Kevin, um, does anything more fun happen? Oh, yeah, there? I guess so. Um, I didn't make any notes on it. I just no, think it looks I. great. Just a whole lot of stuff clipped together from the mm. movie. A lot of past, a lot of present. Yeah, I mean future. Mm. You see Iceman do an ice slide. Yep. You see the guy who's made a fire. Is that Chamber? Maybe. No, I can't remember. They said who it was. I don't think it's Chamber. Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, looks good. Mm. Look forward to that, Mason. Definitely in months to come. Yeah. I mean, not as much as Prometheus too. Certainly. Sure. Mm. Hey. If you had to choose between one. Now to be X-Men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Kevin Tish- Sorbo. Yes. The president of... So the CEO of Warner Brothers. His name's spelled T-S-U-J-I-H-A-R-A. Kevin T. Kevin T. He took over as Warner Brothers CEO last year. And he's made a decision, apparently, to accelerate the use of comic book movie characters. And he did so by eliminating some layers of middle management. Which is really, if you want to get things done... That's who you eliminate. Right, okay. Middle management man. Uh-huh. I mean, I love fighting the man. You know I do, man. I know you do, yeah. That was all in conjunction with uh, this announcement that he said, Kevin T, that there's, their film series will be announced in the near future, a DC film series, which will include the Justice League. So, mm. I mean, I guess we assumed this was coming anyway. Yes. But uh, what do you think he means by soon? Do you think he means like right now? I reckon he means 2018. <laughs> Well, the thing is, you, you can't. It's only so fast you could fast track a massive franchise. Yeah, you need like the a, know-how. You need the confidence. Exactly. You need the swagger. You need goggles, <laughs> custom goggles. You need seven. You need at least seven decently good, like big stars. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because otherwise, it's a 
team of nobodies and who cares, right? Yeah. Yep, sure. So, um, you know what? You need you need three. Yeah. You need a big three at least. Yeah. So you need three people who have completely clear schedules for however many months. It you takes. need your RDJ. Yep. You need your Tom Hiddleston. Yep. You need, you, need your... a, you need a Hemsworth. It doesn't matter which one, <laughs> but a Hemsworth. <laughs> so yeah, mm. what do you think of that, Mason? Ah, uh, it sounds like a pipe dream. Sure. Yeah. A beautiful I'm, pipe dream. I'd like to see it. But mm. it also said that um, in this particular article, the move that they meant, you know, they moved Batman vs. Superman to the same day as a Marvel movie, yep. uh-huh. which turned out to be Captain America. That was Warner Brothers saying they take a back seat to nobody. Oh. But I would argue that they do take a back seat to a lot of people. Almost constantly, <laughs> sure. Cinematically, definitely. So, yeah. As much as I love DC, and I do, they do not have the best track record. No. Or consistency in getting films out. On a regular basis. Ooh. So, you know, make of that what you will. Just before we move on, Mason, there were some set photos from the Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh, yes. A few people asked online, what do we think of them, etc. You see Hawkeye's got a sweet long leather coat. Oh, I haven't seen them. You see Iron Man has an armor, reversed armor. It might not be Iron Man, though. It could be a... Uh... <laughs> it could be... Are you? What are you doing on your iPad? No, so What are you not... subtly reaching for? I'm just going to look up the set <laughs> no, photos. No, that's fine. <laughs> How am I going to discuss these knowledgeably? So, Mason, yes. what do you think of the on-set photos? You saw the Quicksilver. What do you think? Ah, uh, okay. It's, it's better than the X-Men. I'm assuming that's pre-costume, proper costume as well, because he's just wearing regular runners and kind of like a weird... Like, like a... Like, like, like a, a jogging shirt. Yeah, I mean, that, that works for me, because the idea is he might be sort of the... He's in some sort of terrorist group, maybe Brotherhood of Evil. Yeah. Or whatever. But he also might be just... Well, not that, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. Brotherhood of Evil. Guys who aren't shield. <laughs> I don't know. He might be good. Like, he, he's, he might be having an off day. Sure. He's on, you know, he's on vacay. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't want to, you know, and he's just wearing his jogging stuff. Absolutely. It's fine, and it looks nice. It looks better than a silver jacket Absolutely. with goggles. Uh, he's got the swoosh. It's nice. He does have the swoosh. Um, what do you think of the Ultron? I mean, obviously, that's a guy in a puffy jacket with a boy, silver helmet. Boy, is it helmet. ever, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, cool. Good, good head shape. Nice. Sure, great head shape. Uh-huh, sure. And also, we've also I think the one that people asked us specifically to talk about was this Iron Man one in the particular. The forty-two or the whatever it is. But it's the, also, yeah. if you notice, the colors, colors are, have been reversed. Yeah, yeah, or some of them have anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm in favor of that because mm. a lot of the the complaint about the Mark forty-two was that it was was way too much gold or too cool. Some people said too. Some cool. Some people said it was too cool for school, <laughs> didn't they? Yeah, that's right. I like the sweatpants also. Yeah, sure. I think I with any luck. He hasn't finished the armor, and it's ju- he's just going to wear sweatpants. Yeah. yeah. The thing about um, this movie is when you, when you put in an Iron Man costume or whatever. Yeah. At this point, we don't know whether that's you know the you know Tony Stark himself or the Iron Legion or Ultron taking over. Oh yeah. Various point. armors. So mm-hmm. we don't know, Mason. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. purely speculation yeah, yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. Did you see Clint Barton's sweet new leather jacket? I kind of like the sweet jacket. Me too. Oh, and he's got sleeves. He's got sleeves. So many... He's got sleeves. So he's no, he's no longer the girl character. He still has. There are so, still scenes of him where he doesn't have. Oh, sleeves. so he's got zip-off sleeves. He must have. Great. I wish he. Yeah, exactly. I wish he had a long coat, no sleeves. Yeah, that would be <laughs> really good, the yeah. best. So good. So yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. 
Things that used to take like a day are now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. 
even when I'm at home. I never go online without Express VPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Let's get into it though, Mason. This okay. topic for this week, I thought possibly we could talk about. I'm ready. But before we do that, yes. um, thank you to all the people who downloaded the um, first commentary track, the Weekly Planet podcast commentary track for Captain America the Winter Soldier. First it's, Avenger. The First Avenger, sorry. <laughs> I do that literally every, every time. Every time. You're so excited about it. Uh, the weekly... I wonder if Christopher Reeves directed it. <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> Theweeklyplanet.bandcamp.com is where it's there. Uh-huh. Um, you can just play it for free, or you can decide to, you know, play some money and download it. As we said last week, you do not don't feel obliged to do that. A couple of people did though, Mason. They did. Very we nice. earned six dollars and ten cents this week. Yes. What do you think of that? Love That's it. Australian as well, so it's not worth as much as overseas. Oh, Our sure, currency sure. is practically dog shit. So, <laughs> um, Andrew uh, Zelensnik, he sent you know five what? bucks. You can just. I, th- I think at this point. Let's just say first names. Okay. Andrew Z <laughs> and uh, Teal E, he sent a dollar ten, and Andrew sent five. So there we go. How <laughs> well, good is that? Well. That's cash money in our pockets. I'm going to buy heroin. <laughs> Who's your heroin guy? He's just a guy. He's yeah. over there. Oh, hey. He's in the corner. He looks really dangerous. No, but I keep him around because he's okay, got all the good cool. heroin, yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, also, I apologize to Courtney Heck, friend of the show, because we didn't do a spoiler alert, and I didn't even think to do this. Because we revealed the identity of the Winter Soldier. And even though a lot of people know this at this point, I feel like I shouldn't have assumed. You also shouldn't assume, so this is on you, that people know the identity of the Winter Soldier. No, I assume stuff. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> sure. So, Sorry, yeah, Corny. Yeah, apologize for listeners. that. Yeah, so there you go. All right, Mason. Let's get into uh, the topic for this week, as I said, is I'm going to be on Captain America. Now, we've talked about the Winter Soldier in depth before. We've also talked about the uh, the first Avenger in depth before. But you know, Mason, there have been other Captain America movies that I have researched using my skills on the internet. I've tried to steadfastly ignore them for my life. But yeah, yes, there are other, other sure. ones. Yeah, let's talk about it. Would you like me to take you through the history of Captain America? Yes. I'm talking to the listeners. Oh, I can't hear anything. No, I can't hear anything either. It's weird. They they all abandoned us. <laughs> okay. Let's yeah. assume they mean yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Now, there was a Captain America cereal. Not cereal as in a delicious cereal. Yeah. But there was a delicious movie cereal. Oh. <laughs> that came out actually. So like little bits of little bits of celluloid in <laughs> that's there. That's right. Crispy but, wheat and celluloid. That's it. Mm. It came out in uh, 1944, and it was loosely based on the timely comic. Timely comic being the original name for Marvel. Marvel comic, sure. Yep. Based on the character uh, Captain America. Now, this 1944 serial mm-hmm. is uh, actually the first theatrical release connected to a Marvel character. The next one being Howard the Duck in 1986. Really? Theatrical that was that, release, yeah. yeah. Like US theatrical release. Uh-huh. Some of the ones have been released in cinemas like briefly and whatever, uh-huh. but this is like, this was a proper release. Um, there's a few things about this movie that I'd like to tell you about, I'm Mason. Ready. Firstly, it looks terrible. Great. Secondly, Bucky does not appear in the film. Uh huh. 
they two horned in another. They have. They, he has a female character. secretary who right. is his uh, helper. It also like, says that like his helper, like he's got, has a disability. That's right. <laughs> the super soldier serum withered his legs away. That's right. It gave him polio. <laughs> um, the super soldier serum was not used. Oh, his shield did not appear. He's just a real tough guy. He's a real. Well, I'll get to that. Okay. His shield did not appear. Do you know what it was replaced with? A gun. Yes. Just a gun. <laughs> just a gun. Is it a gun? Is it a Stars and Stripes gun? <laughs> just a gun. Is it a real real big gun? Is it an impressive gun? Just a gun. Oh. <laughs> now, despite this being made in 44, yep. there were... The war was still going on. The war was very much still going yes. on. It was in full flight uh-huh. um, the year before it finished. There was not a single Nazi in it, and he fought the Scarab. Huh. Wouldn't you think that would have been the perfect opportunity to bring in... Yeah. <laughs> You'd think... Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> also, Captain America's secret identity is US District Attorney Grant Gardner. What is this? <laughs> what is this? What is this universe? The, I, I think what happened here, I think it was a script for a different movie and they yeah. just shoehorned in. That's right. I'm assuming that's what happened here. Yeah, yeah. Now, the actor who portrayed him was a famous-ish actor at the time. His name was uh, Dick Purcell. And uh-huh. he was described at the time as having an average to slightly overweight overweight physique having just googled the pictures if you'd said could you please describe him i would have said overweight physique <laughs> now there's some sad news associated with this movie aside from everything i've mentioned as is, it so cur- is it one of those movies that's been cursed well no not cursed oh, but i'm sure if you want to take this as a curse okay. if you can't if you're the kind of fool who, who believes in curses mason yeah which i know you are well we were cursed to do this podcast <laughs> that's right for eternity if you recall <laughs> i do remember that yeah Bloody hell. Mm. The strain on his heart, on uh, Dick Purcell's heart during filming, was too much. Yep. And he died in a locker room weeks after filming after playing a round of golf. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So Can they would... definitively link it to Captain America, though? Well, that's what they say. I would, I would definitively link it to his overweight physique, <laughs> if anything. Man, it was the 40s. You know, you eat a good steak and a glass of milk. And, yeah, you know, steak that, and a milk. That's what you... You know, you, people weren't that up on... Uh, Mm. Well, you know, that's not true. People knew how to eat healthy. He probably smoked 40 cigars a day. You know <laughs> yeah, what they were like right. back then. And, you know, playing a round of golf, it's not the most stressful thing. So, yeah, he clearly had some health issues. Guess how old he was? Um. Okay, well, he looks incredibly old in this photo. <laughs> so I'm going to say he was 38. He was 35. Really? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> so fucking... People looked awful back in the day, have you noticed? <laughs> They sure do, Mason. It's not just the haircuts and the physique, though, is it? There's something else, something you can't pinpoint, that people just look god-awful. Yeah. It's the chins. It's the chins, yeah. Now, uh, the writer Raymond Steadman believed that the changes made uh, between the comic book and the film, the film version, they were changes for the better. No, you were right. You are absolutely right. They've shoehorned. What they've done is they've, they've written the script, and then maybe they've gotten people on board... To make the film, yeah, and, every, and this guy's learned that his character's name is Grant, and everybody's remembered it as Grant, and then they've been like, okay, now it's it's a Captain America film, and they're like, well, I'm not learning Steve, I'm I'm only responding to Grant now, and he's not, he's just a guy, he's a district attorney, yeah, yeah. he's not a soldier, like yeah. I, I don't understand this, mm. oh, it's baffling. At the time though, here's a review, Mason. At the time, it was regarded as. The apex of traditional action film fighting in the opinion of cliffhanger enthusiasts. Wow. <laughs> cliffhanger enthusiasts magazine. <laughs> so, look. That's pretty great. Yeah. I do love an old-timey magazine. The, I tell you what, this is... I looked at it, I'm like, I will... The n- apex of 
Action Fighting Combat hyphen Cat Fancier Magazine. <laughs> oh, this is one of those things you can't ever go back and watch this, can you? No. Like, it's, a, it's all well and good laughing about the death of a man now. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> but Enough time has passed. That's right, but I, I can you imagine being from this time? Or you know people say, would you go back in time? I would never go back in time. No. Not anywhere at any point for any reason. Aside from the, the ripples through time that it could, could affect. Can you imagine being forced... To go and watch this shit. Because if it was me back then, I would go and watch it. I'd be like, uh-huh. I have to watch this. Yep. Because there is nothing else. So I'd watch that, and then I'd wait 40 years, and I'd watch Howard the Duck. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine, like... Look at this. Look at this guy. And he's wearing... He's got. He's wearing the trunks. Yeah. The trunks and the leggings. Completely unnecessary. Doesn't even wear regular pants. Do you like his... Is that a gun, or is he pointing? No, it's a gun. That's li- a weedy little gun. <laughs> it's not even... A, like, he, give him a big gun, at least. Give him whatever the biggest gun at the time was, you know? <laughs> and all, I remember reading... Blunderbuss. Well. Exactly. Mm. And also, I remember reading the time, like, they, they felt like the character wasn't, const- like, constricted to go and change into his Captain America uniform in an army base and sneak off. Uh-huh. Which I don't think he actually did in the original Captain America. No. Maybe he did, I don't know. Mm. But, like, he could just change in his office or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's handy. Uh-huh. So, yeah, there you go. Mm. Check it out. Captain America 1944, Mason. Oh, Highly hey, recommended. Can we can we rubbish this some more? Absolutely. Let me just bait, let me just have a quick look. Let's see. He seems to be sneaking around a lot of offices, so that's good. He seems to be threatening a man in a bathroom. So that's that's good, isn't it? He doesn't have any wings on his head. It looks no. kind of it looks kind of ridiculous. You mean this movie looks kind of ridiculous? Yeah, this movie looks How a little dare bit ridiculous. You? Yeah, you're right. Now that'll do it. No good. Hey, time for hypothetical time travel. How about this? God, okay. <laughs> How about this? You have to. Okay. Imagine, if you will, as a device. Sure. Right. And what it can do is it can take your mind back in time yep. to any point in your history. Sure. And then you live your life forward again from that point. Would so I, you can change things. Would I mess up like people having kids and stuff? Because if you bump a guy in the street, no, suddenly his sperm count is out. No, let's say, let's say kid. no. Like, <laughs> yeah. unless you kill him, yeah. it'll be fine. Okay, so fine. So you can live your life at what, at what, and you have to go back. Yeah. How far do you go back? I go right back. Really? I go to like four. Huh. And I just mess with everybody. And you know, you, okay, so you know what you know now. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, okay. Can you imagine? I mean, you know what? It would be a nightmare because people would... The way people would talk to you, you'd be forced to go to school and whatever. Right, right, right. And you'd be considered a freak because you, you don't want to talk to other kids because kids are the worst. Yeah, yeah, But also adults don't want to talk to you. Right, because you're a child. Sure. Yeah, so you'd become a weird social outcast, I guess. Maybe not. Maybe I'd go back to like 14, 15. See, exactly. Here's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's interesting because I ask people this a lot. Yeah. and Because a lot of people be like, I'll go back and I'll invest in Google and blah, 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 right? <laughs> nah, I don't care about yeah, that. Yeah, okay. I mean, I probably would. If yeah, all yeah. Whatever. Just, just out of... I, you know what? I'd just bet all my money on like one big sporting match that I, re- if I can remember what happened. <laughs> oh, you'd sports almanac <laughs> i just do that. Whatever, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Shares seem like a lot of effort. You know, yeah, getting shares yeah, and stuff. Getting, maintaining shares, <laughs> share portfolios. Sharing things. Sharing. Sharing a sandwich. Sharing some tapas, <laughs> you know. But if, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's why. What would you do? Yeah, I'd probably go back like 10 minutes. <laughs> I like what I'm doing now. Yeah, that's the thing. Good. Yeah. There's no time like the now, Mason. Correct. Until you have a heart attack in a bathroom. Ooh. Jeez. Ooh. So, yeah. Good question, though. Yeah. Can you imagine that having to go people back to people write high in? I would like to hear. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine that going back to some, high school? Some, some people's answers are really depressing, though. Yeah. They're like, I'll go back to last week, and I'd, I wouldn't let Jenny go. I'd, I'd apologize, and I'd, and you're like, oh, why did I ask? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something wacky, but yeah, nothing depressing. Thank you. Don't bring us down. Yeah. Yeah. Just wacky stuff. Yeah. Mm. 
You know what I'd probably do? I'd probably, I'd really just go back and mess with people. That's yeah. what I would do. Good idea. Or my enemies, Mason. Or mm. <laughs> my personal vendettas, I would. You'd clear them. <laughs> I'd clear you'd, them right you'd out. You'd clear that ledger, I understand. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, there wasn't a Captain America movie or sort of movie for a while, but there were some television movies oh. in 1979. One was called Captain America, and one was called Cap- Captain... Captain... Captain America. Catheter America. Uh, Captain America, Death Too Soon. Now, Ooh. basically, Steve Rogers in this. Yes. He okay, was, so we've made it to Steve Rogers. Yeah, good. that's it. He was, uh, his father was a 1940s government agent, but he was such a good government agent that he got the nickname Captain America. And that inspired this former Marine turned artist Oh, yep. okay. to, uh, to, to draw this particular Captain America costume. And then after an accident that he has, he's given flag which stands for Full Latent Ability Gain. Why don't you say Super Serum? Thank you, yes. <laughs> now, uh, he, has a mon- uh, he has a modified van. This is his mode of transport, if you will. Great. That launches a motorcycle out the back. Ugh. The motorcycle also has a jet boost and a hang glider attached for easy landing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, this is the movie as well, very famously. He's got the, the clear plastic shield. Yep, uh-huh, sure. And he has the motorcycle helmet. He does, yes. Yeah. Through now, the whole film. That's right. <laughs> Never takes it off. Yeah. In the second movie, though, he doesn't have it. I think he has the um, he's a regular Captain America helmet. Okay, so there still, was a sequel. There was a sequel that same year, yeah. Guess who plays a villain in the sequel? Very famous schlock actor. Older than time itself. Christopher Lee? Correct. Yeah! <laughs> he played a villain in part two called Miguel. Uh-huh. Now, this is what... Um, I don't want to spoil the ending to this movie. Wait, is that racist? I don't know. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't see race, Mason. I understand. Sure. I don't see racism either. I just let it go right past. No, it's... <laughs> Solves a lot of your problems, I guess. Sure does. Um, in the end of the movie... Oh, spoiler alert, Mason. I'm going to yep. spoil this movie for you. you. ready? Okay, cool, yep. At the end of the movie, Miguel throws... At the a... end of the second movie. Second movie, okay, sorry, cool, I should yep. say. Uh-huh. At the end Because the, 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 the first movie just ended, I think, with a fist fight. I don't, I don't yeah. know. But this oh, is... it ended with Captain America dying. Okay, right. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> This was the this was the civil war of its time. <laughs> you know, like you could never make a a late seventies, early eighties Captain America sequel without Captain America, and everybody scoffed. And then they did <laughs> in their faces. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the movie, Miguel throws a bottle of aging serum into the air. Winter Soldier has a disco ball arm. Continue <laughs> on a rope. Yeah. So he can swing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he throws an aging serum into the air, hoping it will smash on Captain America. But uh-huh. Captain America throws his. Shield at it. His mighty shield. His mighty shield. Smashing it in a way that it lands on Miguel, aging him to death in less than one minute. Less than one minute. That's a long time, though. Especially on film in the 70s. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. See, that scene, That seems like kind of that Red Skull thing where he's always blowing the death dust on people. Yeah. And he's blown back in his own face. In his own face, yeah. Except they didn't use the Red Skull for no, some reason. No, they used Christopher Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There's a little... There's a, if you Google image search 1979 Captain America, yeah. there's a photo of him looking very non-threatening with his... With his, out, his outfit looks kind of good. It's okay. Yeah. Except for the helmet. Yeah, yeah. But with his giant helmet with the wings on it, which <laughs> makes him look ridiculous, like a ridiculous lollipop man. And there's just... He's there and he's looking as threatening as he could possibly be. And there's like an angry grandmother behind him <laughs> with a clipboard. And I don't know what the context of that is, but it doesn't matter, does it? When you think about it. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, you're not going to believe this, Mason. But yes. at the time, these movies received a mixed reception. Huh. Really? Yeah. So bad to terrible. Bad to terrible, yes. Mm. So there you go. Um, those movies are around and you can get them on YouTube. And you just discovered as well, just then, didn't you, that you can get that first one we talked about. The it's, 1944 serial, the whole thing on is on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. get into that. So yeah, check that out. Or don't. Don't. I will. Mason, yes. skip forward 11 years. Okay. 
Wait, what happened in that intervening? Well, they tried. There was a few things, and I'll, uh-huh. and I'll get to them later. Sure. I just meant generally. Oh, world. generally. Yeah. Well, both of us were born. This would be the point where I'd just start singing We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel, if I can remember it. <laughs> something, something, <laughs> Boris Day, Harry Potter, something, something. In 1990, this is a very famous... I remember 1990. We both of us were alive. I don't remember this movie, though, at the time. There was a Captain America film, which was supposed to be released in cinemas, but it wasn't. Famously terrible. The director of this, actually... Before the new Captain America, the first Avenger came out, he, uh-huh. he toured the country with it in cinemas. Yeah. That's one of those things where you see... I like it. as a goof. No. Huh. <laughs> it's one of those things where you see it... Yeah, before the movie comes out, you see it on the shelf in like your DVD store or whatever. Uh-huh. And it's just got the shield on the front and it tricks grandmothers into buying it for right, their, exactly. grand, for their yeah, grandchildren. Yeah. Like a Transmorphers. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's called Captain America. What else do you want? You know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's it. Now, they actually considered, um, which is revolution- revolutionary at the time. I was going to say, you know how we like our combinations of terrible DVD, oh, DVD yeah. double Yeah, is this pack? the one that people sent us? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Dylan Burgess yeah. sent us a, uh, a combination, an incongruous combination of DVDs. <laughs> it's the first X-Men film, and a two, it's a two DVD set, the first X-Men film, and the 1960s Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. That's the winner, I think. Two great movies, it says. Up the top, and they're right. They are two great movies. <laughs> What's baffling? I don't. I, I do not understand how that happened. Yeah, that cannot be legal. No, right? I guess because I know they had such a big problem with getting the Batman um, nineteen sixty show on DVD. That's only just been announced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the movie was already on DVD, but I, how did they get those two together? Hmm. So yeah, there you go. That is the winner. If I you find so. a weirder double pack than that, and it or doesn't even have a weirder to be triple pack. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything superhero related. If you find one, we want to know. Yeah, that's our. This is a thing. this is a personal quest yes. for us. Yeah. <laughs> and right now, Dylan is winning. Yeah. So yeah, basically, this movie was revolutionary for the time because hmm. it actually wanted to use initially two actors for the role of Captain America. Oh, skinny, skinny, and, and they—they they didn't do it. Oh. Now, they—if you want to watch, if you, you know, so it was you, hypothetically revolutionary. Yes. Now, you don't want to watch this movie by all accounts, but Red Letter Media put a video up a few weeks back. They did this best and worst of series uh-huh. where they did, I think, the Roger Corman Fantastic Four, Supergirl, which is terrible, yep. and this in one video. Go and check it out. It's it's a really good. You know, the Red Letter Media guys are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really good um, review of it. But basically, um, at the time. Arnold Schwarzenegger was considered for the role. Yeah, okay. Which, you know, that would have been in the 90s. That would have been like, forget it. Doesn't matter. He doesn't have an accent. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. But apparently that that, that ruled him out. Huh. Dolph Lundgren was also considered for the role. But then he got the Punisher. He did. I think oh, that was wait, that was before, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Val Kilmer was considered but declined because he was doing that Doors movie. Well, which that's yeah. probably a bad, better move, yeah. ultimately. Though, you know, people... That movie, right? Oh, you know, I'm not going to talk about that. Okay, good, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? It's too far out of our wheelhouse. It sure is. It's way out. He, we, he did go on to play a superhero eventually, Mason. Mm-hmm. The Saint. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, you. <laughs> now, the original mask in the, the, the film initially had ear holes that allowed the actor Matt Salinger, son of, of J.D. Salinger, Salinger yeah. isn't that incredible? It is, yeah. It allowed his uh, ears to poke through. But that chafed his ears. So what oh. they did... Poor Matt Salinger. He got chased on his ears. <laughs> what they decided to do was add rubber ears to the outside. Oh, dear. And it's, it's very noticeable. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's hard to duplicate an ear, Mason, Boy, as we know. Yeah. 
You got so, two options: rubber ears or clone an ear on the back of a mouse. Yes, that's right. It's really all you got. Yeah. Now it's weird, and I saw this in the red letter media thing. There are two separate scenes in this movie where Captain America is hitching a ride with somebody, and he pretends to be ill, so he gets out, pretends like he's gonna like be sick, and then he races back to the car and steals it. That happens twice. That's his move. <laughs> yes, that's, that's his fascinating. move. So yeah, that's amazing. It's also this um, move isn't throw his shield or whatever. <laughs> it's pretend to be ill. So weird. That's it. So bizarre. Now, before this movie was introduced, uh, I know you love a Stan Lee fact. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> Marvel Comics head honcho Stan Lee insisted that it was good. He wrote, the director Albert Pune, P-Y-U-N, uh-huh. I think he did, we've talked about him before. He did like Cyborg and that, didn't he? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, director Albert Pune did it so well and so excitingly that everyone in the audience at the screening kept clamoring for more and that accounted for the film being scheduled for for reshoots. Wow. (laughs) So people in the cinema were like, more, more, encore. We want more. Put another scene in where he pretends to be sick and steals the car. Do it right now. That's what... <laughs> that people ca- in the 90s were idiots. Yeah. Well, right? you, know, you know, I think I think that's covering up the fact that they had to reshoot it because it was a mess. Yeah, I'd imagine That's the so, kind yeah. of thing that they would say. And yeah. I love Stanley. Stanley, God bless him. Yeah. But um, I don't believe that for a second. No, exactly. <laughs> it currently holds a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. And uh, Rob uh, Gons... No, that's the pre... Extra footage version. Oh, it must be. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rob Gonsalves, um, he writes for efilmcritic.com. I took one quote Uh from Rotten Tomatoes for this. This was his quote. One of the dumbest movies of all time. Yeah, good. (laughs) So, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it, but I'd recommend checking out that Red Letter Media review Mm. of it. Absolutely. So, yeah. What an age we live in. Now, the next Captain America movie was The First Avenger. Oh, and then, we've of course, seen that. Yes, we have. Now, I didn't get any trivia for that. We've talked about it at length. If you'd like to know some trivia and stuff about it, please feel free to check out our um, audio commentary Correct. for that. So, yeah. Love it. At um, theweeklyplanet.bandcamp.com forward slash Mason backslash James forward slash fun hashtag best friends. <laughs> That's the one. I was hoping you put in that. <laughs> So, yeah. Now, Mason, I want to talk more about Captain America. As I said to you oh, sure. earlier, it's a mishmash of an episode. Uh-huh, sure. Like the movie MASH. Yep. The original, mm-hmm. which is a great movie and show. Yes. <laughs> you know I love MASH. There have been some alternative comic versions of Captain America. A few I'm going to get you to talk about. Okay, sure. On the fly. Uh-huh. And a few I'm going to talk about. Now, there's actually a version in alternative dimensions and whatnot. So, I've just picked some interesting or amusing ones. This one, in particular, Steve Rogers was selected for the Weapon X program. Mm. And he was given a procedure similar to Wolverine's that bonds vibranium to his skeleton with the same material used as his shield, and he was given the code name Vibram. So that's interesting, isn't it? It's certainly a thing that happened in comic <laughs> books. I don't remember that one at all. What was this? I have no idea. Huh. I'm assuming it was probably... Well, Wolverine was from the 80s, isn't he? So I'm yes. assuming it's probably from the 80s. Ugh, or the 90s. 80s. Or maybe it was I'm from gonna the 90s. I'm going to say 90s. Because sure. 90s was the... the... 90s was the heyday of the what-ifs. There's so many what-ifs. That's true. Yeah, well, yeah. most of these are what-ifs. Yeah. Well, um, you know what? Another thing to add to our drinking game. Whenever we say the 90s... Yeah, for sure. <laughs> have a drink. Uh, I got another one. Yep. The Amalgam... Amalgam? The Amalgam Universe. Yeah. Captain America was combined with Wait. DC Superman. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go I on. was going to try and remember his name for oh. that universe. Oh, uh, do you want to guess? Let me think. Superman. Combined with DC was it Super Superman. Soldier. It was. Yeah, okay, there we go. Very good. Yay. Yeah, yeah, I haven't read that. You read it? Yeah, I remember I remember those. Was it really good? Uh mixed. 
But they were all it was amalgam was the it was a Marvel. Do you remember Marvel versus DC? Yeah, there was a lot of that. Yeah, yeah I've the, read the Daredevil Batman one, which is, I think you lent me that. Maybe. Yeah. No, no, no. This was uh, there was actually, oh, you're talking like in a mixture thing. Yeah, there was a Marvel versus DC crossover. There was there was a guy who could who could uh, travel between the two universes, and there was some sort of uh, beings that represented the the cosmic beings that represented each of the universes combined into one briefly. Sure. And all the all the heroes combined together. This is like Mortal Kombat versus DC. No. Because they all mixed together. They didn't really, they did. Shao Kahn mixed with Darkseid. Oh, yeah, that's just the one. Just that, the yeah, one. that one happened, yeah. But it was all like Iron Lantern and... Okay. There was, um... Actually, the the one positive about that, there was a, there was a Batman-Wolverine uh, combination yeah. called Dark Claw. Yeah. And in the first Marvel vs. DC series, it was like, like extreme 90s <laughs> Dark Claw. But Have then a drink. in the second... They they did a second run of these characters. They made some new ones and some old, you know, reused re- some old ones. But they did a Dark Claw, like Adventures of Dark Claw, in the style of the Batman animated series. Ah, so that's a positive. Get, okay. get, get a hold of that cool. one. That's a good one. All yeah. right, I'll check it out. Yeah. Now I wanted to ask you, um, in particular, you mentioned before. Yep. I think you mentioned on the audio commentary thing uh-huh. that um, Captain America has been a werewolf. Oh yes. You want to tell me about that? <laughs> well, here's the thing about that is that. Uh, and and I, we have mentioned this, but there was a period in the '90s where Captain America wasn't very good. You know, he was he was on the he was on the outside of popularity. Sure, it, he's come back now since. But sure. he had that sweet movie. He was writing off the sweet movie. Oh yeah, where was uh, JD? So really, JD comics let Captain America yeah, down. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and basically, the villain was Nightshade, who's a who's a sultry seductress of some sort. I love anyway. A she injected seductress. him with like mutagens. Okay, and he became a werewolf all the time. Yeah, all the time. And he could have... It was one of those... Because uh, it was the 90s, thought bubbles were still there. And he couldn't speak. He could only, like, bark. So there was a lot of... They could have just made him speak. No. Nah. <laughs> it's the 90s, man. But there were a lot of... Because thought balloons still existed. There was a lot of thought balloons where he's like, Must speak. Must communicate with. Throat not making words. You know, there's a lot of that. Well, that sounds really good. Yeah, absolutely. So would you recommend that? Yeah, and it was like six issues. Wow. Which is way too many issues, right? I agree. Half an issue. There wasn't Batman a vampire at one point as well? It was called Bampfire. <laughs> That's the one. Bampfire? Yeah. Bampfire. <laughs> You're thinking of a campfire. Oh, I am thinking of a campfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, I yeah. love a campfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what do you got there? Um, well, he punched on with Wolverine. That was <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got that here as well. Great. It says that he beat Wolverine. Yeah, well, he slashed his face. Oh. Yeah. And it was one of those... It's also that era where you couldn't really show blood. Okay. So all blood was black back then. Oh, right, like okay. It, so it was, like, it was all... Everything was in shadow and kind of... Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, anyway, um... Get into it. Those don't, six... Don't, 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 don't read it. <laughs> Man and Wolf, if you must. That, the storyline was called Man and Wolf. Man and Wolf. Mm. That makes sense. That's a good name. Yeah. Yeah. Really Did good. you enjoy the... Werewolf movie with Benicio Del Toro. There we go. What do you got? Look, we got we got a thought balloon. We got him slashing Wolverine in the face, <laughs> and he's still wearing the outfit. Yeah, he's still wearing the little outfit. Sure, of course he is. Why yeah. wouldn't he be? Is he still holding the shield? Ah, uh, yes, he's still holding the shield. Fantastic. Yeah, there was a what if, Mason. But that's only because he'll set it down and somebody will fill it with water <laughs> and he'll lap from it. <laughs> there was a what if, Mason, yes. from the Age of Apocalypse uh, era in two thousand and six. Where Captain America became the leader of the Defenders 
which was that reality's The Avengers, uh-huh. alongside uh, Logan, Captain Britain, who had Iron Man's armor, Brother Voodoo. Yeah, Brother Voodoo. Um, Colossus. He's the... now Doctor Voodoo. He's oh, okay. the current Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, that's what it says here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Colossus, the Thing, who has a prosthetic arm, Molecule Man, Sauron. Oh, he's like a he's like a pterodactyl man. He's not a big eye. No, he's not a big eye. He's a te- he's a green pterodactyl man. I think he wears underpants. Great. He's like a Fin Fan and Foom kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Where he's got underpants on. And uh, Nate, uh, Nate Summers. Oh yeah. I'm assuming is um the son or daughter. <laughs> oh, which one is Nate Summers again? Scott Summers. Yeah, hang on. Oh, oh he's, he's from a, the future. He's X Man. Okay. I think maybe. he just took the name. X-Man. He's a version. Of, he's a version of X Man. Okay, I think. cool. Yeah. In this reality, this is what I thought was interesting. Part Captain America no longer wears a mask. That's not interesting. But he does wield um the shield and Thor's hammer. So it turns out he's worthy. He is worthy. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Other people are worthy in altered dimension. I think Storm is worthy. Yeah. To lift Captain Re- to lift Thor's hammer. Chris Hemsworth's worthy, but he's the only Hemsworth who is worthy. That's, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes what they do is when they're hanging out in like their pad in like they got like a like a pad in Miami or something like they that. They got a sweet and LA what, pad. What Chris Hemsworth will do is he'll put like a like a the latest issue of Us Weekly on the coffee table and he'll put the hammer on top of it. <laughs> And he'd be like, hey, can you pass me... And, and Liam will come in and be like, oh, it's the new Us Weekly. And he'll try to lift the hammer but, but he can't, can't do it. And the other Hemsworth it. brother comes in, yep. but I don't know his name. Chad Hemsworth. Christopher Lee Hemsworth. Chris, yes. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. I wanna... J.D. Salinger, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say about that? Nah. Particular thing? Cool. Um, in the Spider-Ham comic books, Mason. Correct. There's a funny animal version of Captain America oh, called I... Steve Mouser. He's an anthropomorphic cat who works for the Daily Beagle and is also secretly Captain Americat. Yes, he is. <laughs> Thank you. I know you love the uh, Spider-Ham universe. I love funny animals. Yeah. I love the whole deal. That's man. it. Yeah. So there you go. Oddly, Spider and we've we've talked we've talked Spider-Ham is not a he's not a pig. No. He's a spider who was right. bitten by a pig and then became a pig. <laughs> like he he gained the appearance of a pig with spider powers. Not pig powers? No. He has some pig powers, I'd imagine. He's got a, that snout. A fine snout of <laughs> Sure. His. Did you hear um, they just announced a Spider-Man comic book series that's going to incorporate every Spider-Man from every universe? How do you mean? Every Spider-Man. Yeah, no, I get universe. that. I understand words. <laughs> I understand the words. How are they using. bringing it together? I don't know. Dimension. Some shit. Maybe they all touch an artifact in their own dimension. Is this dimension. a shattered dimension? Is this a mini-series? Uh, yeah, something like that. Is it I a think. shattered dimension style thing? I started to play that game. It's How'd that go? not good. Huh. <laughs> not good. Because give me the proper web swinging. Yeah. Don't put me in a corridor. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Mm. Mason. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, I got some uh, Captain America trivia, Mason. I'm ready. Before we leave it for the day. Bit of a mishmash. In 1941, Captain America, the first issue, sold nearly one million copies. But not everybody was happy with it, Mason. I wasn't, certainly. It got a storm of hate mail from American Nazis. <laughs> of course it did. <laughs> um, now, the Captain America Now comic number one is one of the world's most valuable comics. You got a, If you've got a near mint one, Mason, yep. with very little foxing, mm-hmm. that'll get you around $115,000. Mm. At the time, it cost 10 cents, which at the time was about 4,000 euro. Correct, <laughs> yes. So there you go. Uh, Marvel's first African-American superhero, the Falcon, was introduced in Captain America. So that was their first one. He donned the Falcon guise at the urging of Steve Rogers, and he was also the first African superhero without the word black in his name. There we go, yeah. <laughs> and that trend continues. There's still so it's many. Still, they still do yeah, it. Yeah. Um, 
It was also the uh, Stan Lee's first published work was a Captain America book in uh-huh. the 40s. Yep. And he also invented the shield throw. Ah, uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, he, he invented throwing members of shield. So oh, was... sure, okay. <laughs> um, Captain America hasn't always been Captain America. He's been disillusioned with America numerous mm-hmm. times. Yep. Including during Watergate, he became the Nomad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the 90s, he became... Um... Which is another, another character, another character that's been passed along. Yeah, to who? Uh, well, the, the crazy Bucky from the 50s became oh, Nomad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. And he was ex- he was extreme 90s Nomad. I bet he was. Everyone drink. <laughs> what was I going to say? He became the captain in the oh, 90s. Also, he, he carried like a... He had a kid who he yeah. carried in like a backpack. Bucky did. Yeah, Nomad. Oh, Nomad right. Nomad. Okay, there you go. He just had a kid in like a baby Bjorn. Just carried it around sometimes. Fight and crumb the baby in your backpack. Yeah, sometimes, I think. That seems really dangerous. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so, yeah, he became the captain in the 90s. Mm-hmm. For a similar kind of disillusionment with yep. the government. Uh-huh. He also became the president in the Ultimate uh, Universe, the Ultimate Universe. Oh. So, there, there you go. So, he's, he's had many roles, Mason, over yeah, the years. Yeah, absolutely. He's like the Barbie of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> he can be anything he wants. He can be President Steve Rogers. He can be Homemaker Steve Rogers. <laughs> He can be architect Steve Rogers. Oh, imagine. Yeah. yeah. Comic book artist Steve Rogers. He's done that. Yeah. Has he? Yeah, he's an artist. That's oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He can do it all. Mm. In the movie, Captain... Malibu, Steve Rogers. <laughs> in the um, in the movie, Mason, yep. it said that he's a founding member of the Avengers, but actually in the, in the comics, well, you know, because that movie is famously called The First Avenger, yep. uh, Captain America was unfrozen in Avengers 4, and he was accidentally discovered when the team was looking for uh, Namor, the submariner. Mm-hmm. So what do you think of that? Good. I'm in favour of it. <laughs> in 1985, this is the last fact, Mason, uh-huh. there was a Captain America musical in the works. The casting ad featured Captain America dancing with a top hat and cane. So that's what happened in the 80s between the 1979 Captain America and the 1990 Captain America. I'm glad that I know now. <laughs> what? What? How? Well, it didn't happen, so yeah. I guess we can be thankful for that. But we did get Spider-Man turn off the duck. That's true, yeah. <laughs> The what precedent was that's that. That's the spiritual sequel. <laughs> I like to think so, yeah. What, what? How did that come about? Why did people think Captain America needs a musical? Well, the 80s kind of had it. There was a weird superhero push, but most of them were terrible. Oh, yeah, good point. So, so yeah, I guess, try a musical, yeah. Yeah, whatever yeah. works. Mm-hmm. People would be grasping at anything, mate. Yeah, yeah. Anything. Anything at all. Now, mate, so I've got a question for you. I'm ready. The character of Captain America has become in and out of, out of favor over the years. Uh-huh. Why do you think he's become such a long-lasting character? Let's delve into this. Probably and by that I mean, let's just really skip over this quickly. Yeah, let's just skim it real quick. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Unchecked patriotism. Sure. That's probably it. Initially. Yeah. Uh, sure. But, um... He punched Hitler that time. Yeah, he did. But that's his... Like, you know, he put... Because I, I know people have to take issues with the American government and whatever. So I'd say that's probably why he, he fell out of favour for a lot of it. Uh-huh. Do you think he's... I mean, do you think it was the Ed Brubreaker's kind of run that made him kind of... Well, that certainly that certainly made him... A character again. Yeah. It's made him a worthwhile character again, probably. Sure. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think uh, editors must like him. Sure. Yeah. I think what I think what it, what works for me in it anyway. Yeah. Because uh, obviously we're not American, right? You're from New York, though, aren't you? Oh, so I am. Yeah. I try to cover my New York accent mm. with this horrible Australian accent, but um, the the sincerity of him I like. I like my superhero. Maybe call me old-fashioned, Mason. Uh-huh. Call me it. I'd fucking dare you. What? <laughs> I like my I like the old fashioned superheroes. Uh-huh. Like I like your Superman and I like your your kind of Captain America because they they have they've been given these kind of powers and they can pretty much do whatever they want. 
Uh-huh. Captain America, obviously less so because he's he's really just a man. But but he, what he, a man! It's his sense of morale, morality, and you know what what he decides to fight for and fair play, the, the fair play, all those kind of things that I really really enjoy. I also really enjoy you know, he'll hit someone really hard with a shield. Yeah, that's good. So, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I maybe. think that that for me is why I like Captain America. Because uh-huh. I'm sure growing up I was like, boo, Captain America, boo. Uh-huh. I like extreme Wolverine or whatever. Yeah. I like Wolverine. He's fine. But that, I think that's why I like him. Okay. And because he's pretty handsome. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's... obviously the movie helped. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. It's pretty much that. The 99 Would movie. we be talking about Captain America at all if it weren't for the movie? No. Exactly. There you go. That's a good point. Mm. So, yeah. So, I thought, Mason, for this week's What We Read and What We Gonna Read. Yep. Why don't we, why don't we recommend some Captain America readings? Do you want to go first? Um, well, I'm going to recommend, uh, and if you haven't read it, it came out about 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Truth, Red, White, and Black. Uh, and it's, uh, it, it tells the tale of Isaiah Bradley, who's the, the black Captain America. Yeah. Where it was revealed that in attempting to sort of make a secondary super soldier serum, they, uh, they, the, the US government tested uh, some various uh, chemicals on African-American mm-hmm. uh, populations, on uh, African-American troops, and everybody dies except one. And it's sort of a, there was a, people might... No, and this is going to get depressing. This is yeah. not. This is not fun. Certainly, uh, there's a there was a there's a very famous experiment that the U.S. government conducted called the Tuskegee uh, Syphilis Experiment. Okay, where the U.S. government essentially tricked a whole bunch of rural African American men into thinking they were receiving health care, and um, just sort of uh, tested syphilis on them. Is that a real thing? It's a real thing that happened. Yeah. Holy shit. Yes, yeah, so I'm against that. <laughs> We, the Weekly Planet podcast is, is against giving that. people syphilis, Jesus, and man. they just sort of just sort of um, watch their community and saw what happened. What the fuck and is way, wrong with? People? I know this started in like the 30s, yeah, and like the cure for syphilis came out like in the 60s, I think. Yeah, and this experiment continued to like the late 70s. Holy crap! Yeah, right, mid 70s, early sure. 70s. Well, doesn't matter. Too far. <laughs> Many years afterwards, it runs parallel to that real world, and it's come very heavy issues. But it's a uh, it's a good read. It's a really good read. Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and as we know, Isaiah Bradley, uh, grandfather of a patriot from the Young Avengers. I did not know that. You there? You go. The more you know, <laughs> the more you know. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I'll definitely check that Give out. Give that a read. So read that above the werewolf one. Ah. Uh... If you had to choose. Oh, yeah, okay. If you had to choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Mm. Well, look, I'm going to recommend then, Mason. Um, everybody's familiar with the Captain America's. Death of Captain America storyline. Uh-huh. But there's actually a, a book, a compendium. But not everybody's familiar with the birth of Captain America storyline. <laughs> it's gross. A, <laughs> a sickly child fired into the world. <laughs> but um, basically there was a compendium called uh, Fallen Sun, Death of Captain America by Joseph Loeb. Yep. And he wrote um, the Batman, what was it, the Long Halloween, didn't he? Oh, yep. Which is great. Basically where five different artists take on this five-part story uh-huh. that covers the aftermath of his death. That looks at uh covers Wolverine, the Avengers, uh, Clint Barton, Hawkeye. Well, I think actually takes it on at some point. The role in that point, I can't remember. Um, Spider Man and he Iron Man. He rips the sleeves off. Obviously, he, he certainly does. So yeah, I think that's a very interesting. Um, it's more of a kind of like a tribute to the character of Captain America because at that point, Mason, we weren't sure that he was coming back. We were sure that was a misdirect. That's yes, <laughs> we were very sure because the movie was coming out. Yeah. Mm. So there you go. So I definitely definitely recommend reading that. So either of those two, yeah, get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're good at recommending stuff. We sure are, Mason. We're the best. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, Mason, uh, no shout-outs this week. Correct. 
it's well, been, you know, yeah, it's, it's been, been a busy week. It's been a very busy week, so I apologise for that. And the podcast is stressful. We should mention though, um, our stuff. friends the Haydens. Yes, they had their baby. Exactly. Yeah, Justin Hayden, Stephanie Hayden, and decided to name their baby the Connor. Connor, Connor, Patrick, Patrick Razal, Gugu. Hayden. Thank you. So, which was your recommendation. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. And a second update, which which I enjoyed very much. Do you remember Jose Peralta? Yeah. Friend of the show. Yeah. Who, um, he, uh, he dressed as Spider-Man? He did dress as Spider-Man. No. You're thinking of the guy, the other guy who yeah, dressed yeah, as Spider-Man yeah, yeah. for Comic-Con. Yep. So, Jose Peralta asked the girl to prom. Correct. Yeah. And it worked. And it did. Ballsy and he move. did it. Ballsy move. He did it. Yep. Champion. Everybody should do that. Yep. Don't do it. No, don't. It's a one it's in a, a real shot. He's, he's uh, yeah, he's got that certain something. <laughs> he certainly certainly does. Uh-huh. So yeah, look, I I just want to quickly explain the reason why we can't do shouts this week because I, I I didn't have a lot of time to get them together this week, and we got something of fifty plus emails. Uh-huh. I cannot shout out fifty emails in an episode. It's impossible. So what we're going to do possibly every week is pick out two or three kind of big ones. The cream of the crop. The cream of the crop, and we're going to go with that. And any, like, I'll try and mention people who have suggestions for things and opinions on stuff throughout the show as well, which I've sort of been doing, trying yeah, to been cool. doing, which I kind of failed this episode to do, but I think I did one at the start, so there yeah, you go. that's right. So, yeah. Um, but Daniel uh, Quiroz and John Clayton, they sent us a BuzzFeed article about all the horrific things that happened in Australia, like snakes eating crocodiles and... Spiders the size of your face and all sorts like of shit. Like the top 25 yeah. horrific things in Australia. Yeah. Now, because we're from Melbourne, Mason, we don't see a lot of that, do we? I've had like nine of them happen to me. So, <laughs> really? Yeah. So what would you say? Do you have any um, like stories relating to horrific monster animals that we have here? Um, Bear in mind, the stuff that kills you here, it's not really... It's mostly not big stuff. It's just little poisonous stuff. Yeah, it's ticks and stuff. Spiders. <laughs> white-tailed spider. Yeah. Though they've yeah. never killed anyone. Yeah. True story. Hmm. But yeah, you got anything in particular, like a spider's fallen on your face? Hit a kangaroo with my car once. <laughs> but it was like, it jumped right out in front of me, and I slowed down to like five kilometers an hour, and I just sort of tapped it, and it looked at me puzzled, and it walked away. <laughs> it hopped away. That's what kangaroos do. Man. But they're indestructible. They, yeah, they are. I've had, I know multiple people who they have fucked up their cars on yeah, a yeah. kangaroo. Because mm. they move around, they move dawn and dusk. Yes. And they can't see shit. Right. And they'll just jump. It's weird. They'll wait. Until your cars near the road, they'll panic and then they'll run across. Yeah, and you get cleaned up. Yeah, yeah. I've have nearly hit one multiple times, but I've never actually hit one. And apparently, like the the worst thing you can do is hit it at speed, because apparently, what they'll do is they'll crash through your windscreen <laughs> into the car, and they're big and they're dense, and they'll panic and they'll they're just start pure, kicking. They're pure, they're pure muscle. And they'll just start kicking. Yeah, and you're dead, mate. <laughs> my 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 uncle had a dog. The kangaroo kicked it open. Wow. Kicked it right open. Yeah. Because they've got sharp little claws. They've got sharp well. little claws. Because they can balance big claws. Big claws. My brother, uh, my older brother, is obsessed with this particular kangaroo, which I can't remember what he calls it. But he, um, we, we, we it's go. It's his nemesis. It's his nemesis, yeah. We go for runs or walks in this particular park. We take our dogs. It's a delightful experience. Uh-huh. And there's this one kangaroo that is just, it looks like it's jacked. Like it is like it's worked enormous. out like a mad dog. It's like a mad dog. Uh-huh. Like shoulders like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. It is the Arnold Schwarzenegger of kangaroos. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. Don't touch kangaroos unless yeah. you're in a petting zoo. And even then, they still could kick the shit out of you. Uh-huh. Yeah. A friend of mine a while back had like a um had like a birthday thing and it was out in like some sort of it was it was way out in the sticks and it was kinda like uh it was like on this they'd hide out the like this Christian Brothers property. Sure. Just to use that for a while. But because it was on 
public because it's on privately owned property. Yeah. Like it's not listed on any like any GPS kind of things. So like I got to like a GPS I was I was trying to find it and I got to this GPS dead zone where I didn't know where I was and it was like one AM and I'm trying to get to this place and it's total darkness. There's no lighting on the street and it's all these little this maze of this weird and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna get it. I'll, I'll set my, you know, I'll, I'll get to the, mid- I'll get out in the middle of the road, and I'll just, open, there's nobody around. I'll open the door, get out, and I'll just, I just get my torch out, and I'll look around for street names. Sure. And I got out, like the engine going and the, the headlights on, and I get out and I look around. And Captain America left. stole your car. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> and I looked left, and I looked right, and then I looked back. And I realized there were like six kangaroos just standing around, like real big ones. And it's terrifying. It is terrifying. I'm yeah. lost. And I'm like. And they just pouted fists and like, yeah, bad yeah. timing, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you picked the wrong Christian Brothers neighborhood to end up in. My, um, I, we, we don't there's get. There's not as many kangaroos as you'd think. No, there's not. Especially not where we live. We have foxes and shit as well, which yeah. are introduced. But all the real dangerous stuff is up north. As you know, I used to live up north in a very, very remote town uh-huh. briefly for a year. It was a nightmare, as you're well aware. I'm aware. But, um, it was, it was beautiful in the sense that it was very remote and, and whatever. But you couldn't, there was water everywhere because it was on the coast. But you couldn't swim. Because of the because of the the amount of crocodiles and sharks that were out there, uh-huh. and we used to take a fishing boat out every weekend, and so there were a lot of local guys there, like indigenous guys, and they they had no problem with it. They just go in the water, but you could see the crocs in the water, uh-huh. and it, you could see just the heads. And for anyone who's never seen a crocodile, they're they're terrifying, and they're basically six. All the dinosaurs were wiped out and whatever, except for the crocodiles uh, that we know about. That we know about. That's Thank right. You. And they're just they're pure. All that the, all the instinct is to just kill yep. anything that basically comes across it, and you see the heads in the water. So if a meter, one the one who was at this particular spot, the boat launching ramp, with the head was a meter long, but the that means that it's four times, five times the length of the head. Right. So this croc was five six meters long. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so every week we take this boat out, and you'd have to take the boat out waist deep into the water to Ugh. launch it. Yep. To get it going and get it set up. And I'd be standing waist deep in the water with a mate of mine who was there. He's a great, great guy, Andrew. I think he listens to the show. Hello, Andrew. Great bloke. And, sh- like, shitting myself every week. Because you never get used to that. Uh-huh. The was like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm like, it's not fine. I can literally see a crocodile. And these things can swim like you fucking could not believe. They're, like, you see one, it goes down to the water. It could be on you in, like, three seconds. Uh-huh. They're ridiculous. I fucking hate crocodiles. Wow. In addition to that... That's your vendetta. That's my vendetta. Crocodiles. <laughs> I just hate them. They spook me right out. But they're like, I'm like, why do you swim in here? Local, uh-huh. the, like, to the local guys. And like, it's fine. They go, well, what's your trick? And they go, you know what you do? Whenever you feel like, like there's a crocodile, you get out of the water. I'm like, that's ridiculous. That's not anything. Right. You're not magic. Don't tell uh-huh. me this. <laughs> that's nonsense. Mm. So yeah, hate Australian animals. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. That we're trying to make here. So there you go. Yeah. That's the show for this week. Mason. I love it. So anything that you want to plug? Nah. Uh, comedy festival still going. Sure. Go see some shows if you're in Melbourne. Any you would recommend? No, they're all pretty good. <laughs> Just all of them. Just take a punt. Sure. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to be seeing some shows, Mason. You know that. Yes. You know that. Next week, Mason, we will discuss in depth Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Oh. I'm actually seeing it tonight. It's on the Sunday. I'm very excited. Mm. And uh, and then from there, we'll, we'll do a spoiler-free half and a spoiler half. Yeah. Not in that order. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Man. Please come back and check that out. Excellent. It's going to be great. Or don't. Oh, you can't wait to Captain America. 
Yeah. When are you saying it? Well, when it comes out. You're a real dickhead, Mason. I know. I'm busy, man. <laughs> I paid 50 bucks for this ticket. I know you did. It's ridiculous. Because they're like, they're like, you get a free this and that. I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want that. You could have just given me for 20 bucks. Mm. I don't want your weird plushie in your poster. Oh, you get a plushie? Yeah. Captain America plushie? You can't have it. Winter Soldier now plushie. Now that you want it, I want it. Yeah. Is it a Winter Soldier plushie? <laughs> no. Oh. I don't want it then. You can have it. No, you can have it. I don't, I don't want, want it. I don't want it. Okay, I'll take it. No! Oh, oh uh, shout outs. Not shout outs, but uh, all, the, all the contact details and such. Oh, yeah, shit. Thanks you to Gabriel get... Bruton for the, uh, for the, the theme song. We love it. If you want to get in contact, if you if you cream in the crop and you get mentioned on this show, that yeah, means yeah. you're real something special. We'll send you a plushie. We won't. <laughs> They're ours. You can't have them. Uh, Weekly Planet Pod on Facebook, email, uh, Gmail, and Twitter. That's the one. Um, my, my personal... Twitter is at Mr. Sunday Movies. Mine's at Wikipedia Brown. Hit us up. Yeah, we love please it. Do. We you? love it every yeah. time. I'm interacting with people. I noticed it feels that. real good. <laughs> I'd forgotten what that was like interacting with people in life. Do you love it or is it a burden? That's fun. Cool. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah, shoot us an email for whatever. Or if you want to check out the Bandcamp thing, please do. Spider Man yeah. one's coming up as well soon, Mason. Our oh, Spider Man yeah. commentary track. I cannot wait. I can wait. <laughs> you Let's can... do it now. I'm so hungover. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Uh, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 